Welcome to the Legacy of Legends, a Dynasty podcast. Join the Legacy of Legends team as we talk about the ins and outs of fantasy football, specifically from a Dynasty perspective. Our purpose is to help you make the moves to leave your mark and establish a legacy in your Dynasty League. And welcome. My name is BJ Kent, and I'm welcomed in once again by Stephen Devo Deaton. What's up, Stephen? What's going on, man? How are you? Doing all right, dude. Holiday season's approaching. Uh, we took a break last week, and I'm all right with it, man. You know, we don't take this podcast too seriously, and I'm cool with that. Yeah. You know, man, it's just, it's just fun times. Well, dude, it's finally here, Stephen. The the fantasy playoffs has come upon us, man. They are here, and it is time. If you if you if you're in, you're in, and if you're not, you're not, and there is no more in between, right? I mean, it's time, and we're here. That's it, man. You know, uh, week 14 is in the book, Stevens. We we know who's in the playoffs. We know who's not. And so, Steve, let's just kind of do a recap of our teams real quick, man. Instead of going through the records of how last week finished and stuff, let's just take it from a playoff approach, okay? Uh, in my redraft leagues, I had three redrafts over the season. Uh, one of the leagues, man, uh, they actually started quarterfinals last week on week 14, and I hated that decision. And I ended up losing because of Jalen Hurts' four-point performance and Tyreek Hill's first quarter injury. Uh, so it was, a, it was a fun time. Got eliminated in quarterfinals, lost by eight points. Uh, and then I actually missed the playoffs in my home church league. Uh, I was the set or the eighth seed. They accepted seven teams in the playoffs, and I had a lot of things that I had to do to get in the playoffs. I did all of them, and I needed one manager to lose, and he won by one point, Stephen. And so, uh, you know, man, it happens. Uh, outside of that, the other league, I am in a quarterfinal matchup this week. Uh, and that's the redraft. Now, Dynasty, Dynasty is where we make our money at, Stephen. Right. Uh, out of my 11 leagues, I secured three buys. I missed playoffs in four leagues, which are my four rebuilds. And I ended up making quarterfinal matchups in the other four leagues. So securing playoff, um, I guess, hopes, keeping them alive, uh, securing playoff spots in seven out of my 11 leagues. And I'm okay with that. Uh, Steven, how'd your leagues turn out, man? Uh, well, redraft, I was in three redraft leagues, uh, made the playoffs in all three leagues, secured the one seed in two of those leagues, um, and I got a bye week in one. One league has uh, eight teams in the playoffs, so everybody's playing uh, one through eight, has to start. One plays an eight in round one, so I uh, didn't get a bye there, even though I was the one seed, but um uh, Secured playoffs in all three. I was the one seed in two out of the three, so I was pretty happy with that. Obviously, happy to make the playoffs. Dynasty leagues, I'm in 10 dynasty leagues. I missed the playoffs in one uh, of those dynasty leagues. It is a complete rebuild. It is a Debbie League complete rebuild, um, but only missed the playoffs in one. Snuck in a couple as a six. I know one I snuck in as a six seed. Uh, one that I just didn't know if I was going to make or not. Basically, all year I wound up sneaking in there too, and that's what you want. You just want to get in oh, yeah. and see what happens. Uh, but only missed one. Uh, nine out of ten in the playoffs. Uh, bye week secured in Dynasty. I secured five bye weeks out of ten leagues. So pretty happy with that right now this year. Man, fifty percent bye week secured, Stephen. That's a good number, man. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like you know what you're talking about here, man. Well, you know. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, Steve, let's get into the news and notes, man. we got some stuff to talk about. All right, let's do it. Uh, so in the NFC South, the NFC suck, if you will. <laughs> uh, we have a three-way tie, thanks to the Bucks that beat the Falcons this week, 29-25. 
Uh, in the match, in this matchup, we saw the RB four on the year. Rashad White continue his hot streak by putting up twenty and a half PPR points. He finished his RB seven on the week with a stat line of twenty five one hundred two rushing and two uh, catches for thirty three yards receiving. In his thirteen games this season, he's finished his RB one seven times and an RB two three times. He's averaging fifteen point seven two PPR points per game. Uh, BJ, how are you viewing Rashad White? Uh, as a running back going forward in Dynasty, do you think he's a buy right now? Do you think he is selling maybe, or is he just a hold? This is tough for me, Steven. Uh, the reason I threw this question into the show, Doc, is because I bought him in two leagues this past week. <laughs> uh, and, you know, man, I I don't know how I feel, but here's the thing, Steven. Numbers don't lie, man, you know? And, and my thing is that he is crushing it right now. And so am I willing to buy that production going into fantasy playoffs? Absolutely. Man, we, we know this this RB room in general, through, uh, I guess RB landscape in fantasy right now is very, very tough. Uh, you may have some studs out there who are just underproducing, but when you have a consistent running back who is putting up 15 PPR points, uh, I'm I'm I went from zero shares to three shares real quick, Stephen. And it's just, it's just my way of looking at it is, is that if I'm on a championship team, one league in particular, I had Aaron Jones. And so I was like, I will replace Aaron Jones right now with Rashad White in a heartbeat. And so as for me and my views, I think he is a buy. Now, does that mean I'm giving the bag for him? Absolutely not. But am I willing to move a late first in 2024 with a running back class that is not looking the greatest? Absolutely. I'm willing to move that. What do you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with it. I don't necessarily just love Rashad White. And, you know, I don't know. It's just hard to say. That team is just weird, and it is really hard for me to say. But, I, you know, I'm okay with what you just said. I'm okay with maybe moving a late 24 first and a non, you know, especially if you need a running back in a non-running uh, back class, it seems like you may have here. So, so I'm okay with that for sure. Absolutely. All right, there's rumors out there that the Chicago Bears might be taking a quarterback with the Carolina Panthers 2024-101. But Justin Fields is really doing everything in his power right now to keep that from happening. Fields came out on Sunday, led the Bears to a surprising win against the 9-4 Detroit Lions. Fields finished as QB7 on the week with 26 fantasy points, a stat line of 19 for 33 passing for 223 yards and a touchdown, while adding 58 yards on the ground rushing with a touchdown. After facing a tough Cleveland defense this coming week, he ends the season with favorable matchups against Arizona and Atlanta. Will the Bears move on from Fields, or do they load him up with offensive weapons to complement him and DJ Moore in the coming year? I got a bad feeling they move on from him, Stephen. And I I don't like it. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I know that having that Panthers 101 is nice, but I also know that, man, if they can <laughs> – if they can flip that one-on-one to some sucker team like they did the Panthers last year to stack fields with a powerful offense and not only that, but I think if they make some moves in their coaching staff as well, uh, man, my thing is I think fields talent is there. I really do. Uh, I'm, I'm not out on the man yet. Uh, I still think that, uh, that he is a, a decent quarterback in the NFL, but the biggest thing is I think he is a fantasy producer. And so for me, I do I'm leaning more towards the Bears moving on from them, but I don't necessarily think that I agree with that decision. Right. Yeah, I don't know that it's going to be – 
it's just so much pressure in the NFL to win and win now. Like you got to win. It's like if you're not winning now, what are you doing? How long do you give these quarterbacks to develop? In some cases, they don't give them any time. In some cases, they'll be two or three or four different offensive coordinators and then head coaches, and they just don't get enough time to get what they need, and then they still blame the quarterback. You take – I mean, I, I'm not I'm not saying Fields is Zach Wilson, but just take Zach Wilson, for example. All the stuff he's been through with the team and the coat, the different coaches and being benched and being brought back and then being benched and being brought back, and he didn't give us a good chance to win, and now he does. And just all the stuff they put these young guys through, that they, they just want them to win right now. It's just hard. Um, and I think Fields – I really do like Fields. I've kind of come around on him. I've not always liked Fields, but I really do like Fields. And I think if they put the right pieces around him, they gave him a good line. They gave him stability on the – you know, from the offensive coaching standpoint. They got him a good quarterback's coach. Uh, if they did all that thing, all that stuff for him, I think he would thrive in the NFL. Um, but I'm kind of like you, BJ. I feel like that they're going to move on. And I feel like it's just a what have you done for me lately league and yeah. they, they, there's going to be some pressure there and I feel like they move on. Could be wrong. Uh, they could load him up and, and get him, you know, weapons he needs, but I, I, I still feel like uh, he's going to move on. All right. Uh, well, BJ, the Vikings and Joshua Dobbs. It was it was good while it lasted, right? It was, it was, it was really good. The Vikings, man, they've got a QB situation on their hands. Dobbs continued to struggle for the second straight game. It was brutal. It was really brutal. Terrible. He, they did finish. Uh, he did finish the game uh, a three zero win actually that they got against Las Vegas. Oh Lord have mercy! What an awful game. I'm so glad I didn't watch any of it. Uh, but he only had ten completions for sixty three yards uh, before being replaced by Nick Mullins. Kevin O'Connell came out on Monday and said that they would make a decision about the QB position by the end of the week. It's since been said that Nick Mullins will start this week for the Vikings. Uh, with Dobbs being the third-string quarterback. I know we're hopeful that Dobbs will continue his breakout performance and earn a bridge quarterback opportunity for next year, but I just don't know, BJ. How hopeful are you that this still happens? Are you willing to buy maybe low on Dobbs and the chance that he may be another bridge quarterback for another team next year? I'm just going to say this, Stephen. Rip to the managers out there who sent their first for Joshua Dobbs halfway through the season, because I know there's some folks out there that did that. Uh, Man, for me, dude, I'm I'm not feeling great about it. I'll be honest with you, Steven. And am I willing to buy a quarterback who just got benched and we don't really know what his future holds? No. <laughs> like I you know, like I mean, if I if I can send like a third out there for him, but who who in their right mind is gonna be selling him for a third right now? You know? Yeah. Uh, and so my thing is, man, I think there's other there's other opportunities, there's quarter the other quarterbacks out there who you can look and be a lot more hopeful in. Uh, would I still like to see him be a quarterback next year as like a bridge quarterback? Absolutely, man. Uh, but he's going to have to go back to like early mid-season Joshua Dobbs. We can't have this whole 10 passing attempts for 63 yards. Uh, that ain't getting it done, man. That's like you got Tommy DeVito out here balling out for the Giants and surprising some folks. And then you got Joshua Dobbs out here throwing 63 passing yards. Uh, that ain't going to cut it, man. Yeah, no, it's it's not – it's not going to cut it at all, and 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 you know I don't blame the Vikings for kind of doing what they got to do here, but it's just, it's just not good. Uh, speaking of the Vikings, what do you think? What do you what are you thinking with Justin Jefferson? Like just for this, just for these fantasy playoffs, BJ? What are you thinking? Ah, uh, man, I, he, they're saying that he's expected to start Saturday, and right? 
But are you putting him in? Like, are you putting him in? You feel comfortable with it? You you feel okay about it? Thankfully, I've I've only got one share where I'm the 12th seed and eliminated. And so, (laughs) uh, yes, I am throwing him in. Uh, but outside of that, man, like if I'm, if I'm out there in like a, a win and get in, you know, and like continue on to the semifinals and I've got Jefferson on my team, uh, if he plays, you have to, right? I mean, you're not, you're not starting like a, a Chris Godwin over him. Nobody like that. And so, I mean, I, I don't know, man, you're just hoping that he gets in. You're hoping that he plays. Are you confident about it? Absolutely not. Yeah, no, I just, I, thankfully I'm like you. I don't have any shares and thank goodness for it because I would be torn. Like I, I would have no idea whether to start him or not, especially this week being playoffs. And it's, I mean, you, you, you know, you lose and it's over. So it's one he just had, you know, he's not been in, he hadn't been, you know, he's been unhealthy and he's just now getting back and the whole quarterback situations. Sure. Kirk cousins was in there. Sure. But you know, I mean, geez, it's just, it's, it's ugly right now. Shout out to Kirk cousins. How good is that guy? He's good, isn't he? He's a good quarterback. He's a good NFL quarterback, right? Like, we can agree with that, right? Yeah, dude. I think uh, I think we're a little bit more appreciative of Kirk Cousins now. You know, uh, man was able to uh, keep T.J. Hawkinson and Justin Jefferson with some substantial numbers throughout the early yeah. season. Yeah. And uh, my my thing is, man, is that I know this Vikings teams would much rather have Kirk Cousins starting than Nick Mullins and Joshua Dobbs. That's for sure. Yeah, I. It, I just I've always been a Kirk Cousins fan, even before the the Netflix QB show. But when that show came out and I watched that and I just kind of saw into his life a little bit. I don't know if you see it, saw it, BJ. Man, it's oh, good. Yeah. Like it's good. And he just he's just a dude, right? He just seems like you and I, right? Like I mean, he's of course obviously he's got money and he's got a nice house and stuff. But just his day to day and like his everyday day life with his family, it just seems like just a dude and just a great dude. On top of that, so I, I'm always rooting for Kirk Cousins, and obviously. Uh, he's doing something right because look at what they're going through right now. So, uh, anyway, moving on here, the Buffalo bills, man, they got revenge on Sunday. Uh, they beat the chiefs by final score of 2017. I know everybody saw it by now, you know, Patrick Mahomes kind of losing his mind at the end of the game and crying to Josh Allen about the no call and blah, 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 but it, you know, whatever. Um, but man, the, the bills did beat the chiefs, uh, 2017 Game was close, and it came down to the final two-minute drive, like I said, by Patrick Mahomes, Chiefs offense, the last-ditch effort with a minute 25 left in the game. Travis Kelsey made a spectacular play, caught a 25-yard pass, and pitched it back to your man, BJ, your man, man Kadarius Tony. You got <laughs> uh, to quit. You got to quit loving these people with my name, Stephen. <laughs> Who ran it in 24 yards for the go-ahead touchdown. Except, except. Kadarius Tony was called for all offensive off sides by about an inch. <laughs> Mahomes threw that tantrum on the side. Mahomes threw such a tantrum on the sideline, throwing his helmet, man, yelling at the refs, calling him out in the post game press conference. BJ, like Mahomes did look like a little baby, you know, but it, you know, Again, grand scheme, like was was he? Did he did he kind of have a right to act like a baby at such a small call that most of the time is waved off and at least warned by a referee before it's even made? Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's I'm gonna start off by saying this, Stephen. Number one, Kadarius Tony's an idiot. Okay, and how how the man <laughs> is still out there started? Hey, the somebody Chiefs. tag Kadarius Tony in this pod. Oh <laughs> my gosh, he's man! An idiot. 
here's my thing, dude, is, you know, it's come out since then where somebody has watched the entire game and they've actually got four plays where Kadarius Tony was offsides against the Buffalo Bills. Four plays, Stephen. Okay. And the thing about it is Andy Reid came back out a day or two later and was in a press conference and he said, you know what? All I'm going to say was Kadarius was offside and he did not check with the ref before the play started. And so therefore the ref threw the flag. Now, was Mahomes right? Man, I get it, dude. You know, you're trying to sit there and beat one of the best teams in the NFL. And you have a minute call like this wave off literally one of the best plays that we've seen all season. I get that. But on the other hand, you've got to follow the rules, bro. You know? And my, my thing is, is that, like, for him to have that much of a tantrum, that like I know some people want to look at it and be like, yeah, you know, man, it shows that he cares about the game and all that. I, I don't see it as that, Stephen. Man, I get Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but dude, like, show some maturity a little bit, you know, show some leadership here. And I get he's trying to have his players' backs and all that. I get that, but man, whining that bad and talking about it nonstop and like what you said, shaking Josh Allen's hand, saying terrible call, terrible call, terrible call, and a bunch yeah. of f words and all that. <laughs> no, man, that's too much. Okay, chill yeah. out a little bit. Like he's yeah. he's acting more like Jackson Mahomes than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, acting like an idiot. <laughs> oh man, Darius Tony legitimately is an idiot. Patrick Mahomes was acting like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, and, and my thing is, Steve. Let me hey, ask you this. BJ, you got a name for the pod, rep? By the way. Ah. <laughs> uh. Kadaris Tony the idiot. That's it. That's it. We're gonna, get, we're gonna get like 75 views. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Oh. That's that's my thing though, Steve. Let me ask you this before we wrap up this news and notes segment. All right. Patrick Mahomes. Still the QB one? Is there still that big gap there between QB one, QB two, QB three? Like Mahomes, Allen, Hurts, whatever order you want to put them is. Is Mahomes still the QB one? I don't think it's I don't think it's like clear cut anymore. Like I I don't I don't think it is. Like, I think you could argue either of those three, you know? Agreed. 100%. So. And I, I get where people's going to make the excuse, you know, Mahomes didn't have the weapons yeah. like he did and all that kind of stuff. My thing yeah. is, man, if you got any of those other two quarterbacks, you're excited. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into these injuries. All right, dude. All right, man. Well, C.J. Stroud, man, he's still in con- uh, concussion protocol. Co- Excuse me. Let me start this over. Injuries. C.J. Stroud is still in concussion protocol. He is doubtful for the week. Justin Herbert, fractured hand, out. Alexander Madison, ankle injury, waiting for more info on that. Nico Collins, calf injury, not sure. Is he out, B.J.? I haven't heard anything yet. I know. I will say this. Alexander Madison is out. They just announced that today. Uh, Nico, I think, is still questionable at the moment. Okay. And Josh Jacobs just came out this afternoon. He is officially out. Keenan Allen, heel injury, officially out. Devontae Adams, illness, probably the flu or something. He is active tonight. Justin Jefferson, chest injury on a big hit, uh, questionable for the week. Uh, Chris Godwin, knee injury, questionable on the week. All right, BJ, here we go. Let's hear it. Sneaky Flex Play of the Week. All right, man, we took a break last week, so there's nothing to recap, Stephen. So let's just go ahead and jump into it, man. I know you're not going to like this, all right? But my Sneaky Flex Play this week is gross, and even I don't like it, Stephen. But Ezekiel Elliott. Running back for the New England Patriots, one of the worst offenses in the NFL, just came off of a season high in opportunities as he demolished the Steelers defense with a stat line of 22 rushing attempts for 68 yards. Meh, you know, mediocre, but an impressive seven catches, 72 yards, and one touchdown receiving, Stephen. 
I don't know if you saw this, man, but Bailey Zappi actually looked decent out there. Uh, looked a lot better than Matt Jones has been looking. Mm-hmm. And uh, Juju Smith, your, your man, Juju, man, he kind of had a game too. My uh, man. <laughs> but Zeke, man, he finished the game as the RB1 on the week with 27 PPR points. Now, sad news. The Patriots play the Chiefs this week. But with that being said, the Patriots are going to be down, hopefully. Uh, man, people would lose their mind this week, bro, if Bailey Zappi comes out there and beats the Chiefs. And it would not surprise me this season. Okay, I'm not saying the it's Chief, going to happen. The Chiefs aren't what oh, they've been. Dude, They're not it, what it, they've been. If that happens, Dynasty Twitter will lose their minds. I'll be honest but, with you. The Cowboys and the Eagles are 10 points better than the Chiefs right now. As of right now, yes. All right, so look, with that being said, the Patriots are going to have to pass the ball, okay? And everybody knows their wide receivers, trash, okay? But with that being said, I'm expecting Ezekiel Elliott, old man Zeke, to have another six-plus targets and put up even another 12-plus PPR points, Stephen. Mm-hmm. I know that's I – mean, I don't think it's a bold take, man. I think it's possible. Yeah. Zeke, can be, Zeke is going to wind up being a nice play for a lot of people here at the end of the year in playoff time. God, man, it just it feels so gross, man. You know, yeah, if, you're, does, if, but... if you're starting Zeke as your RB2 right now in your fantasy playoffs, kudos to you, man. Yep. All right, guys, we just want to take this time and thank our listeners, everybody except for Kadarius Tony. Uh, we hope that you guys are enjoying the podcast, man. We know that we are. We're going to try to crank these things out for the next couple of weeks, probably take a little bit of a break, may rebrand in the off season. It's probably going to happen. Uh, but we just want to thank y'all for y'all support, man. Go follow us on X. My handle is at Afrodynamics116. Stevens is at SDeaton24. The pods is at LOL Dynasty Pod. Steven, you got anything else you want to say before we close this thing out, man? Just want to tell everybody good luck, man. Round one, here we come. I five five buys secured for me, so got some, got a couple of redrafts going, and I got a few going that you know I need to win to try to try to get on, try to continue on uh, some of these where I'm in lower lower, obviously a lower seed didn't secure a buy. So good luck to everybody, man. Get your lineup set. Uh, you know, do some. Uh, I guess my advice here is going to be to do some real digging on you know who's going to be your best plays according to matchups and look at projections on multiple sites and then try to make the best decision that you can uh, based off that and then based off your own uh, evaluation as well. So good luck this week. Absolutely, man. If you're the number one seed going in, man, shut those naysayers up. Finish strong, win that championship. If you're a six seed that got in, man, upset some folks coming up. We would love to see it. So good luck, as Steven said. Y'all go bring home that championship. We'll see you.